This episode of the Rad Broadcast is brought to you by Tech2U. Tech2U strives to deliver superior technical services from professional and friendly staff while maintaining their principles of credibility, accountability, and customer service as they grow. With locations all over Northern California, Southern California, and Las Vegas, Tech2U provides in-shop repair, mobile services for residential and business, and remote service provided online. Tech2U repairs everything ranging from printers, scanners, screen repair, motherboards, keyboards, touchpads. They'll even recycle electronics. Visit www tech2u.com that's tech the number two u.com or call 888-340-8324 that's 888-340-8324 for tech2u the rad the rad broadcast yeah those are kind of smaller headphones if you need me to get you another pair let me know Testing one. Am I too close? No, you're perfect. All right, very good, sir. All Where's right. Walter at? I need to talk to Walter. He'll be at your feet most of the time. Up. Oops, I just made some noise. That's okay. That's what's beautiful about the podcast is we can get any sounds, and this is much more relaxed than, than real radio, mm-hmm. so we don't have to really pay attention too much about the professionalism of it all. Well, so, I expect nothing but the highest standards. <laughs> well, that's also why you. I brought you on, because <laughs> I know you're nothing but professional. And you, you didn't dress professional for me today. You drove. You no, drew, you wore your your golf shirt. Is that what that is? Uh, uh, I guess it's uh, well. After I sent out my email on Tuesday, <laughs> which, which is funny, I never realized what day I send those out. By the way, that Rob talks about. But it's the same day every week. I didn't realize that. I thought sometimes it was Monday. Oh. Were, but anyway, so I realized that when I was sending the email last Tuesday. It is Tuesday, and so whatever, <laughs> and so that was Tuesday. So I, you know, recovered from that Wednesday. Today, I'm actually uh, working from home. Oh, cool! Uh, because I'm a, I, I'm a big stats guy. Yeah, I guess you could say. I mean, numbers, not necessarily the financial side, but just on um, performance side. I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was looking back the other day that uh, I think I have stats from this show from since we started. No way. You so, keep you keep that stuff? Yeah. Really? <laughs> I was going back through it and I was like, wow. And and I, I did a graph just for giggles there of, you know, working with the show from when we started to now. Mm-hmm. And it's fascinating to watch. I think Rob touched on this, just how powerful um I don't want to get all advertiserish. No, that's what the part of the reason why you're here is because of what you're associated with. No, no, no. (laughs) Because you're my friend as well. Uh, But you know, you work for Griffin and Reed, so you gotta pimp it a little bit. I do, I do. Well it's uh no it's but it's fascinating to watch because um even Dr. Reed's told me before when we're talking, he's like, you know, I'm amazed the people that'll come up to me and they'll They'll hear something that was said uh, either about him on the show or something he said when he was in the show, mm-hmm. and they say, "Hey," I, and they mention it to him, not realizing that they just admitted that you know they listened to the show, kind of like Don. You know, she doesn't even admit. That, no, yeah, that. but but no, she hates this show. <laughs> she says it all the time. The newspaper, whatever Rob said <laughs> when she came in to see us, but uh, um, and they'll say something to Doctor Reed about it, and he's like, he's like, "Wow," and and then they kind of act like almost not ashamed but it's like you know he knows that i listen or mm-hmm. and uh he's he's always amazed my point is is his comment is he's always amazed at the variety of folks from all all along every spectrum along all spectrum. walks of life yeah yeah it's amazing and i see that all the time you know in the practice and it's amazing because i've i've been there november will be 19 years wow that's a long time and that remind the first time I met Rob. We can talk about that if we want. Yeah, to. absolutely. But uh, it's uh, um, but it's amazing through that whole time. It's yeah. been steady. There's been ups and downs, of course, like anything. But um, and this isn't to you know blow hot air up 
Rob skirt or whatever. But I'm sure you'd enjoy that. Okay. Well, <laughs> is that is that it is extremely powerful, and I think in this market, um, if you want to be entertained, uh, this is where you come. Yeah. Are you not entertained? I, <laughs> exactly, because <laughs> it, it is the place. And this isn't anything against uh, the other shows that we advertise on. I don't. I don't. Know if I, I guess I could say that I, I listen to this one. Yeah. Um, and you're partial. Well, yeah. Maybe? No, well, no. I, We're better. If I'm going to listen to something, I, I hope they don't hear this, but even if they do... Oh, well, they don't listen to this. Actually, that's uh, not true. They probably do listen to this to get pointers on, well, on how to do it right. <laughs> I love them all. Should yeah. I say that? Yeah, you but can. No, but no, I, I listen to this show, and the, the funny thing is when I when I first moved here in uh, 99, um, it was like mid-99, I think, when I moved here. and uh, From where? I was married at the time. Uh, from North Carolina, my wife was going to at the time was going to law school here, so I moved out here for that. I was going to ask you where that Southern drawl came from. I tell people South Sac. I don't uh, because it's in the South. Yeah, some, some people think that. Uh, you know, <laughs> Does rare, that ever work? I maybe two in ten may laugh, but uh, but anyway, <laughs> some just look at me like you're serious. Why do you talk? Because I don't hear it, of course. So of course not. I, I hear. I can speak Californian if I want to. That's and pretty good. My words. No, you got to you got to say hella a lot. Uh, you got to well, say bro. I did start saying bro recently. Did you? That's just because Kathleen and her optical, who runs her opticals, super cool lady, chick, whatever you want to call her. Is she the 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 one that's always helping me out with my glasses there it in Roseville? Probably is. Yeah. I think it is. I think she's in Sacramento right now for oh. the schedule, but she'll be back. But no, she's. We say that to each other. So that's another story. That's awesome. But um, so I was driving in. I remember to Sacramento. Uh, I had started at Griffin and Reed, mm-hmm. and when I started there, um, the, Dr. Griffin started in 1974. And so he started a long time ago. Mm-hmm. But uh, when I started at Griffin and Reed Eye Care, they they knew where they wanted to go, but they don't have a plan. So um, when I started there, it was really just figuring out, you know, how to market the business, how to – because it, it legitimately should be marketed because of the quality of folks there. I'm just saying that's because I still work there, but they truly are the people behind the scenes that they are with you and the patients. Oh, they're outstanding. All the time. Yeah. And that's not a facade. It's legitimate. So I was driving in. Uh, I was living in Roseville at the time. I was driving into work, and I hadn't purchased anything yet. We haven't hadn't, had not implemented a media plan. We hadn't done anything. I remember I was driving in my little 1999 Honda Civic value mm. package, <laughs> and, and I was driving. It was a great little car. But uh, I was driving in, and um, I was just going around the dial. I just moved here. I knew nothing. I mean, there wasn't a big billboard saying, you know, listen to this show. Still, mm-hmm. still doesn't, unfortunately. Um, we don't but, need billboards anymore. <laughs> That's true. And I was listening, and I stumbled onto 98.5. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm, I just came to the area a couple of weeks before. And when I stumbled onto it, they were doing a segment, shall we call it. Not a bit, but a segment, shall we say, <laughs> uh, uh, which was the um, – I don't remember the name of it. Maybe some of your longtime listeners will remember, but it was the swearing parrot uh, bit. Oh my gosh, did. that Rob, is old school. It, but it was amazing. Yeah. And so uh, Rob was a pirate, et cetera. It, it was great. Yeah. But, um, and I was listening to this going, I don't, what, I have no idea what this is, but we have to be associated with this somehow because this is, <laughs> this is, I don't know, it was just so amazing. And I'd look over at cars and they were laughing. I was like, I think you've got to be listening to this show because anyway. And so we I reached out to Intercom and, and uh, arranged the meeting with Rob. Mm-hmm. This is where, I'll never forget this meeting because I stepped in it. And, and this was my first glimpse into to Mr. Williams. It wasn't a bad thing. It was a good thing. So I remember he came to the office because we were talking about doing LASIK surgery. This is before he ever did anything. And I couldn't believe I was sitting there talking to him because I was like, this is the guy that was doing the 
the swearing parrot thing on the radio, and it's hilarious. And so I was, um, what, because he didn't look like the guy that you heard? I like putting, a, the, putting the voice to the face well, just that, wasn't... A little bit. Yeah. I, I, he always imagined... When I listened for the first time, I imagine it was like some blonde-haired surfer dude. I don't know why. Well, how close. Probably well, ten years before he had the surfer hair. I, I don't. I don't remember. Did he have the surfer? Oh look? yeah, he had long locks when he when he I first started. One. He didn't have one with me, but no. uh, uh, but he sat down in my office. I was I was there. It wasn't a Tuesday, and um, he. Uh, I was talking to him, just getting to know him, and I asked him, you know, where where he was from, and he said that he was from the Bay Area, and he said Bay Area, and uh, um, and I. We kept talking to him, right? And then I, for some reason, in my infinite wisdom, circled back and I asked him again. <laughs> See, you're, you know. And so yeah. I circled back and I asked him again where he was from. And he he gave me that look <laughs> that, 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 that he still does today. Every so, time he yes. sees you, yes. Well, well, that and also just... Just when somebody does something. Yeah. Uh, it's like the look, I bet when Don asked him, you know, I think, I, do I send out one email to everybody or do I send out uh, individual emails about mm-hmm. their stats? And he said, what do you think? That was my favorite line <laughs> of the whole And that look he probably had was, was that. And so uh, when he gave me that look, he's, and he, he, he said, he answered my question. He said, he said, the Bay Area. And then I said, I was, oh my gosh, I, I've already asked you that. Hey, at least you realized it. Yeah, but then he kind of gave, he kind of gave me the look. Oh yeah, I know you're you're an idiot, and you <laughs> and you stepped in it. But that's and that was fine. And then we moved on from that. But yeah. and then he had. Uh, I remember when he had surgery. I remember meeting his dad for the first time, and um, and I, who would have known that? You know, it'll be 19 years. That's crazy! Wow, I. I know. Do you, this, it's, it blows is, my mind. Is there a history like that? Obviously not, because we Nothing. were the first ones you guys you grabbed yeah. right when you got here. Yeah. So there's no other no other thing com- that compares to that. Everything else has changed, and what I mean by changed, I mean it comes and goes. And we we don't have to turn this into a marketing discussion unless you want to. I'm happy sure. to discuss it. But it's uh, we do a lot of other things, a lot of other shows, a lot of search engine stuff, and. Um, you know, all well, the digital marketing. Yeah. If you yeah. see us following you around, it's intentionally, you know, like, and it's not, we don't mean any offense. Of course, we're just trying to let you know we're here. We're here. But uh, well, and you're this, also stalking their pictures, too. Well, I mean, come on. Uh, that doesn't need to be even said. But th- yes, that's true. <laughs> but th- this is the thing. This is the, when you look at everything we've done. Um, and I don't know that Rob's even going to listen to this. But if you look at everything we've done, this is the consistent thing. Mm-hmm. And I remember I pulled you aside. And we can talk about this briefly. Sure. One day. I remember when I first met you at Intercom. I think it was, it was Intercom, wasn't it? I was it? a pup, yeah. You guys were, you brought in Dr. Reed for an interview, I think. Or on, that, or, on that or, or Dr. Melrose at the time. Oh, yeah, it was Dr. Melrose. It was. Yeah. So By the way, is... he's doing well. Oh, good. Just mentioned the, the, he was known as the rich Dr. Melrose on the show. Um, he man, left. We're kicking it old school today. <laughs> we are, man. Some of you listeners probably remember. I, yeah. I saw him probably a couple of weeks ago, but he um, uh, went back to teach at UC Berkeley for a while and redid their whole LASIK department. Wow. And then um, he's part of the largest optometry practice in the nation that's in, it's in Stockton. No so uh, Brookside Optometric Group, if you want to go, there's a plug for his business. We're not associated. <laughs> we do work together on some things. but It is far uh, enough away. It is, it is. Yeah. it is, but if you're down that way, there's mm-hmm. the, Dr. Melrose is there. His wife is also an optometrist, but um, anyway, so that was probably when I that was probably when I first met you, and and I noticed that you um, there was something that was about, in 2005, I think it was. Yeah, wow, that was the first time I was like thrown into the mix with the show. Wow, yeah. Well, it's I remember meeting you, and I remember that you you kept sticking around. Oh yeah, and I remember that you're focused and you were on it and mm-hmm. so the more i got to know you 
and even coming in here, because like when Dr. Reed comes on, I mean, people don't want to talk to me. I'm not going to do their surgery. I probably could, but that's, that's, <laughs> I don't know what your outcome is oh, going to be. you just hit a couple of buttons. Yeah, you fun. sit there. You talk nice it's to fun. the kid, to the person in the chair. It's pretty easy, right? True. Oh, and we can get into that if you want to, because there truly are differences. But anyway. Oh, I know. Uh, I'm just. I'm I know. Just, but yeah. I just want to, if people, I always tell people that if they don't come to us, you know, there are other people that do, obviously, what we do. Um, but if you don't come to us, uh, first of all, why? But second of all, um, <laughs> let's say you're out of the area. Here's some things, like, for example, if someone listened to this, if they have a family member in some other state, wherever, um, if they go to our website, LASIKworld.com, shameless plug, uh, there's a 20 questions to consider page. Print that out, send them to or forward it, whatever, to this person. And if they can find somebody in their area that can answer all those questions appropriately, hallelujah, go forward, do it. You'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But anyway, back to meeting you. So so <laughs> I, I remember, I, I don't know, there was something about it. I could tell you were focused. And I don't know if it's, I'm assuming it's because you, you saw what was happening. I was hungry. And also, I've always been hungry for it. Yeah, but you yeah. you knew or you knew this show was d different than any. I'm assuming you knew it was different from anything else because. Well, what's weird is probably around the same time you came to town about '99. I was becoming really self aware yeah. of what the show was because my my you know my family listened to it when we were going to to school. Mm -hmm. My parents were dropping me off. We listened to it together. Really? Yeah, and I remember very vividly. There was a there was a, a another segment that they were doing, not a bit. Mm -hmm. um, Can't be bits with the. Uh, uh, Dawn was talking about a a giant dildo that she had that she called Big Blue, and I was riding along it's to getting, school. It's getting hot in here. Wait a minute. <laughs> Ooh, Sorry, the Southern charm is. Uh, you don't want to offend uh, you too much. No, the, the I, I think I remember. <laughs> I think I remember the Big Blue. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was. It wasn't the only time that it was brought up. I'm sure, but it, I remember this vividly because my dad was sitting in the car next to me, and I was just trying, or you know, in the car with me. And I was trying to just like play it off like I didn't know what it was, but you know it's that but awkward. Yeah, it's that awkward uh, situation where you know maybe a sex scene will come up on a movie and you're sitting there watching the movie with your parents. I'm like, I don't know what's around, going on. Looking around. Yeah, but um, anyway, when I when I I just knew I wanted to be a part of it, mm. even early on it as that, like about sixteen. But in what capacity? I didn't know. I, I had no idea. Yeah, and I had actually gotten a, a job as a uh, DJ on a uh, community radio station for in Georgetown, which was like literally okay. two Watts on their, on their antenna. Okay. And it goes about the, the radius was about 0.5 miles around the, the radio station. Wow. It was just a little shack. It was a tiny thing. Yeah. And I, I took this, the rad show I took games that they played. I took stories that they you did. Copied it? I didn't copy it. I made it my own, but I used like the format. And I've I've told Rob okay, this. I was so he, say, does Mr. Williams is he aware? Yeah, the royalties. He, he's going to retroactively charge me for the for the damage. Like in I your did paycheck, it's got like a little column. Yeah, for you know. I mean, probably three people and their dog actually listen to this. And the funny thing is, we actually got kicked off that radio station after about a month. Of doing shows because I put uh, I, I I had the audacity to play the sound effect of a toilet flushing. Ah, it was too offensive. It was too obscene. Mm. But like all the all the nasty stories of people dying and in carnage wasn't wasn't offensive enough. I don't oh, know. Really? Yeah. No. But uh, yeah, that kind of like led my. I kind of pointed my compass in the direction. So of, you knew of after that. There. Yeah, broadcast but, of some sort. You know, before I got 
Yeah, before I graduated high school, I was shaping up to be a manager of a grocery store. There you go. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I had worked up the ranks, worked at this little tiny grocery store called Marval Supermarket up in uh, Georgetown. And um, I, I the, the manager really loved me and he wanted to keep me around. Who, who doesn't? Well, that's the question. Yeah. I was a hard worker there too. And I, I didn't want to be stuck there working as a manager at the grocery store that I grew up with. Okay. And so, you know, I, I didn't have any idea what I wanted to do. I knew I needed to move out at 18 to get my own place because I wanted my freedom. Mm. And I knew I wanted to go to school for communications. So I just kind of, I, I teetered on, on the working and, and living at home for just a few months after I turned 18. And then that summer I moved down to Sacramento, got a, a job at 98 Rock um, and, I was doing promotions. How did, how did stuff. that happen? So, um, I got an I got an internship first, and that yeah. lasted about six to eight months, I think. And then an, a position opened up in the promotions department, and I uh, worked there for about, gosh, I want to say a year while I was kind of being groomed to work for the show. So okay. it, a lot of things. So Rob, happened did so he identify quick. you early on, or did you express interest early on? I did uh, express interest but it wasn't in the way that i think it, it wasn't intentional like i wasn't trying to make a move to get in with the show i just wanted to meet him and have the just to have the opportunity to say hey thank you for the show that you do it's really an honor to meet you and um i just appreciate what you've done i've been a big fan of for a long time and i think i said something to the effect of i look forward to the opportunity of working with you in the future did you ask him twice where he was from no okay well so, so i will i will That's yeah awesome. i didn't really step in it like that but um, i can't believe that looking back <laughs> that's know. funny no it, well no because i when i said it i knew what i'd done but anyway so, so you so that i was curious how that started yeah like, i'm just curious so, so i was hung, i was hungry for okay. whatever i could get and i would i was so hungry that i would live there and eat out of the the vending machine and basically stay at intercom literally, for about 12 to 18 hours a day literally we're not not okay you weren't sleeping there. no no i actually did uh another dj on the radio station who kind of took me under his wing he worked at nights at the time should we mention their name yeah joe mommy yeah oh he, joe yeah he's basically like my um my well, he was my first mentor his voice the first time i heard his voice yeah i was like can he see <laughs> because because <laughs> if he can't yeah, because you don't. He doesn't. The, those kind of voices where he doesn't have to say his name. Mm -hmm. You know who that is. Yeah, it's, so. he he was an incredible. He's still an incredible friend, That's and great. you know we're very close. And he basically took me under his wing and showed me how to do things behind the scenes um, after hours. So, so he I identified work, that hunger too. Then he, he, oh, he yeah. saw that that glimmer in the eyes. Oh yeah, of, and and you know money money uh, ultimately ended up being a reason why I. I, no, that's not the only reason why. Mm. There's more opportunities um, with the Rad Show than yeah. there were uh, at the at 98 Rock at the time. So I had to take it. You know, well, who were the producers at the time? Um, Nick was okay. the was okay. the lead producer. Another at the time. outstanding individual. Oh, I love him. He was on the podcast a couple times before you. Yeah. Well, he should be here today. I agree. He should, he should be here every day. But he's he's still uh, living it up and um, married to a woman who's way too good for him and. Just, he, we he's perfectly her. happy. We met her. Dr. Reed, I know, was extremely impressed as well with her. Yeah, Mrs. Nick, Mrs. Nick is yes, amazing. Nick. She, she came in, I guess it's probably a HIPAA violation of some sort, but she came in and had her eyes done, and um, and that's been great. Yeah, but, no, she's awesome. Um, but, but so 
when I got Nick was leaving for LA and he was, uh, he was saying, okay, I need, I need somebody to take my place. And he basically, so it was just Nick. There wasn't anybody. Else. Right. But then there was also, uh, the head of the, the promotions department who was basically my boss while I was working promotions at, at 98 rock. Um, that ultimately ended up being my co-producer. Uh, her name was Megan hot pants. Or, no, yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. You, I know you We're know. connected yeah. on LinkedIn. Yeah, exactly. Oh, are, are you, <laughs> are you on? I never, I, I get the I alerts, but I don't go on. LinkedIn. Would you be offended if we took a, Sure. I drank a gallon of water before I came here. Sure, we can take a break. And I, not because I'm talking to you. No, you're just good. Because I'm going to leave this in. When my when my eyes start to float, <laughs> I apologize. That's okay. Pause for bathroom break. Get back in our groove. Hmm. So we were talking about Nick, and he was just getting ready to go to L.A. Oh, that's right. So Nick was not. He was the only producer there at the time when you when you started or when you joined. Right, and then uh, he he. He noticed that I was basically living at the station at that, and that, uh, I, you know, I, I, I'm I shaking just, my head. I, I know that you can't see, but it's, it's, I'm just shaking my head because I can't, I can believe it, but I, I've been to Intercom many times and thinking, where did you live? Because, well, <laughs> I, 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 had, I hid in my, uh, office. Like I kind of had my own little nook in the promotion, in the promotions area. So I, that's basically where I stayed when I wasn't in the studio or when I wasn't out on the road, like during the day, it was an actual job. I was actually driving out the van yeah. and going out and, you know, schlepping stickers and, and tickets and stuff. So it wasn't like I was, I was just, so everybody a y'all should person. be nice to those people because you never know there could be a future brand in there. Because, That's true. Uh, the promotions folks, I think they're underappreciated a lot of times. So. A lot of the times, but most of them though, I got to be honest, they, they are kind of what they're cracked up to be in, in the sense of <laughs> well, they're just scratch that. Bit. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> a lot of them, they just wanted to get in there to, to get free tickets to, to shows and, you know, yeah. all the swag and stuff. Well, and, they should all be the way, uh, a psychologist friend always tells me never ever should on yourself, so don't ever say you should. But anyway, right. the point is, is that you they should all be like you are on that. But that, I've never heard this story before. Oh, okay. Well, I've never heard. I mean, I, I assume maybe they have, but it's like I never knew how you made the switch from. I, I didn't know you were at promotions. Yeah, no, it was just kind of like my foot in the door, just to get into the get get my access and get my hands on the business because I was just I was. Uh, fascinated by it as a kid. And, you know, it was, it was one of those things. In fact, I actually went down and uh, I applied to be an intern when I was 17 years old. I went through the the whole interview process. And I think Megan was, was already working there at that time because our rep, Megan, he, he, uh, what's that? Our rep. Oh, the other Megan. No, no, sorry, other sorry. Megan. Yeah. Sorry, no, sorry, the, sorry. Uh, I know a few Megan's there. Yeah. Megan, okay. uh, the producer yeah, that was yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. old school producer. Yep, yep. Um, and, uh, she she was really nice. She was like, you know, I went through the whole interview. They they asked me all the questions. I guess I answered them all the right way. But they said, you know, we, we can't hire you because we can't get you in the door, special clubs or, you know, if there's a special event and your age is a factor. So that, so I already had that experience. You didn't have a fake ID. No, no. I, I, I was a legit straight boy. Lace, yeah. Straight lace branded. I was. I didn't, I didn't touch a lick of, of booze or, or anything until I See, turned 18. That's because of radio. Yeah. That, that's it. <laughs> that's <laughs> I got into was. radio. That's what it is. And I had no choice. Look at um, Rob. Yeah, same, exactly. Same same um, so that's kind of how I just got my foot in the door and then um so what you said that was 2005 2005 is when i got hired so that so the promotion stuff all that happened before 2005 so 2000. 2004 to 2005 okay. yeah so the fall okay. of 2004 carried over to 2005 i was hired by rob in about april it should be like a holiday or like a special 
Yeah, we we get we get the uh, we get the old um, on the air around the day. Hey, didn't you start really? working here around that time? Oh yeah. Oh hey, that's cool. There's not an envelope that's kind of no. thick. Oh, I wish. No, I wish. Sauce. No, there's there's an envelope with some peanuts in it. <laughs> well, you're you're still paying back all your uh, arrears, shall we say? For that's your, why your he's not paying that's me. Right, man. That's why. That's amazing. So 2005, April April ish. Yeah, you started, mm-hmm. and that was when you were still at Intercom. Yeah, so I was still kind of I was I was juggling the the because I was just a phone screener at the time. I was doing phone screening and uh, traffic reports. I wonder what that job's like because when I come in here to visit, oh, it's it it could be a circus and then it could be like the most boring job on the planet. Really? Yeah, but it, it's every day is very interesting. Okay. I mean, there's never a dull moment with the show. There there may be a dull moment on the phones because we're just riffing and having fun but when we get into heated discussions and debates like politics season is the worst or i we mean, might as well move to politics and religion now yeah you know, let's I'm do so it scared. open up the phone I'll talk lines about, I'll, t- <laughs> I'll talk about whatever you got you know don was questioning your your uh Uh-oh. affiliation because are of we your, done your marital your, your status we, we'll get no, we, we'll get back to that oh, okay. i'll make a note oh five i'll make a note of that should uh I, don move my microphone yeah sure is this okay get comfortable you can yeah, lay down get comfortable you can lay down on the floor There's, if you want Walter Walters actually laying down. Yeah, I love he's a Walter. Good boy. He's a he's a great dog. So I I notice you're deflecting from the question. Uh, yeah, I I have a ta- I had a meeting one time with someone from Clear Channel one time, and uh, they I remember that uh, after the meeting there was like an hour meeting, and she we got up and we were done. And she was like, I, I don't know what happened. Who's she? I, I was like this rep. Oh, who'd come, come to try to. Uh, I, you'd be amazed, by the way, if they listen to this. Well, it doesn't matter. But the people that approach me and say, you know, I know you've had a lot of success over there with Rob's show, mm-hmm. but wouldn't you like to reach a new audience and take some of that money and reallocate it and get some new folks? And I'm like, no. We already but, have all the folks. Why would I shoot myself in the foot right. to try? You're going to gamble thing? on black and red at the same I, time? Anyway, that's a whole nother thing. But it's... um um. But no, she, she, I remember at the end of the meeting, she was like, uh, I don't know what happened. What happened? I was like, what do you mean? She's like, we just spoke for an hour and I don't know what, well, I don't know what, what, what where you're doing stand. or where you're going. I was like, it's intentional. I mean, it's like a, it's this hidden superpower. Yeah. Life. But anyway, I won't deflect from you. So your question was going to, Don asked this today. Yeah. You so, asked this today. Uh, yeah. So on, before, you know, we're recording this on a, uh, what is today? A Thursday. Thursday. And we were talking on the show this morning. Uh, about you being a guest on the podcast and uh, she was, you know, she, she immediately raised her hand and she said, all right, I got, I got a question you can ask him for me. We got to know. And I, I know every single time we, we hang out, we get all the group together, either, either it be at Rob's house or if it's at a, a LASIK procedure or something with one of the team members, yep. she always brings and I this don't up. Mind. I don't mind what she does. She thinks it bothers me, but it really doesn't. Yeah. Well, she's, tr- you know what she's doing? She's doing that old trick that the show does is we shame people into the pro- you know, the proper but behavior. But it doesn't work with me is the bad part, but it's, uh, um, no, so, I'm, I'm not married. Okay. I'm not, I'm not, we'll get right to it. I, All I'm, right. I was before. Um, I was married for, how long was I married for? Uh, six, seven, eight years, I think it was. Because as I mentioned earlier, because I'm, I'm sure people are popping popcorn or are totally riveted from the beginning. I am. <laughs> I don't have a cough button. I don't have a it's cough okay. Button. Anyway, so I moved here actually 
four, and we can get this is going to be this may get a little deep. Well, I think that Dawn I'm, would appreciate the explanation, but I think she's going to be. She's not even listening. Oh, to this. she will listen to this. Hello, she Dawn. wants. She wants to know. Dawn's coming in today, by the way. I'm not deflecting. Uh, is she is she coming in like while you're recording this? I think, she, I think she's going to Sacramento today. There's certain uh, uh, this is another HIPAA violation, but uh, I'll pretend she authorized me. Was that there, there's equipment that's in Sacramento that sometimes people have to go to to get um, uh, certain procedures or something. Yeah, but they, they can then do the, do the procedure wherever. But because um, the expense of some of the equipment, you know, if you if it costs a hundred thousand bucks or hundred fifty thousand bucks, then you typically sometimes most of the time we'll buy two, but if it's really expensive, we'll get one, <laughs> and and it'll stay at the biggest office, which is Sacramento. Is this like a LASIK machine you're talking about? It's uh, one hundred fifty thousand dollars. It's probably more than that. It's not a LASIK machine. It's a. Um, do you want me to talk? I can talk about this if you want to. Well, but. I don't honestly. If this is like a HIPAA thing, no, uh, I, don't, I don't think yeah. it is. Okay, but your attorney can tell me. <laughs> so, but there's a procedure that I've discussed with Don that she's interested in. Oh, okay. I don't know if she's a full blown candidate for yet, mm. but it's to correct for reading vision. Oh, so she won't even need her old lady nope. readers anymore. And that's one I'm looking into myself because I had LASIK uh, when I first started there. Probably I think it was six months or so after I started. But now I'm old and 45, and um, I I don't. Remember that actually. I look in the mirror all the time. I wonder what happened. But anyway, because <laughs> I think, I'm, I think I'm 25. But anyway, and so it's a procedure where you put this little tiny implant in the cornea on the outer surface there of the cornea, hmm. uh, and it's about the thickness of a red blood cell, super 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 thin, and it's a little implant. Is it so almost? Don, is it almost like a implant. bifocal in your eyeball? No, it it works on this uh, uh, pinhole theory. Hmm. concept. It's a fascinating thing where it essentially blocks out rays of light that come into your eye that don't focus at the right point and only allows in those that do. So it has thousands and thousands and thousands of little tiny little holes all over the front of it, but you can't see that. Like mm-hmm. if you got close to Donna, if she had it done, you couldn't see it. You could make fun of her of only having one implant because there's only one. Oh, really? <laughs> you only put it in the... In the you don't need them for both eyes? No, the non-dominant eye will do it. So Interesting. it's an amazing procedure. And um, so I know we're discussing it with Don. Okay. Cool. I don't know if that steps in it or not, but that's later. Maybe <laughs> that's cool. Rob can cut or you can whatever, but <laughs> unless it's of extreme interest. But anyway, so I'm going to look into that too. Um, what was my purpose in bringing that up? Well, because Don Don's wants there to today. know. Oh, yeah, oh, and Don's oh, there, and Don wants to know why you haven't put a ring okay, on it. Okay, here we go. Uh, when I got married before, and I, like I said, I moved here because she was going to. Um, law school here. So I moved here for that. I did not know these guys. I know we all met by chance, mm-hmm. um, um, the Griffin and Reed folks and all that. And uh, what happened was, is uh, I went through an interesting divorce situation, shall we say. Um, and I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm happy to tell you it's nothing. I'm a pretty much an open book. Um, she developed a severe case of multiple sclerosis oh, no. and um, had to drop out of law school. And she... Um, when I, I grew up, I, I guess I could say this. I grew up a good Mormon boy, mm-hmm. right? I, I did the whole mission thing. When y'all see the guys riding around the bicycles, I didn't have a bike. I was in Chile, but, um, but, <laughs> but they kind of treat you like priests down there. So you, you had know? a yak? No, <laughs> no, I just walked. You keep wearing out soles on the shoes. Ah. But I actually met her there. She was from here, but uh, I met her there. But you can't date, you know? Right? You, you know, can only you can only fraternize you can't yeah. even do that right? yeah, there's no none of that yeah no. it's it's an ama- it's an interesting structure but anyway so when you all see those people whether you agree with them or not be nice to them but um <laughs> uh but anyway so I, I met her there came back here and um 
we ended up started talking again, right? So, um, so my point in mentioning that is we were both Mormon, of course. Mm-hmm. We both grew up that way. And, uh, and so when she got really sick, um, I, was actually, uh, I was actually living here. Wow. So this is, this is where we're going to – we're not going to get too deep, but I'll tell you. Okay. And so we were living here, and um, I remember uh, when she had to drop out of law school – I remember going into Dr. Reed because I asked her, you know, do you want to – because all her family's in Utah. All my family's in North Carolina. And I asked her, where do you want to go? Because she couldn't be on her own. Mm-hmm. Um, she knew who I was. Uh, her – her because you know, multiple sclerosis, not to get into a medical lesson, but it wherever the lesions occur in the brain are the areas that it affects or impacts. Right. And so uh, hers happened to be all cognitive function. Uh, there weren't motor functions, those things. But So she knew who I was, didn't know who her mom was. Um, didn't know any of that. So oh, cognitively, she was out. That's awful. I remember Dr. Reed looked at her MRIs and was like, I'm amazed she's not, you know, comatose right now, pretty much. Really? Because just how, because an MRI shows uh, uh, those areas look almost whited out. Oh, it's, not, it's not a word, whited out. But anyway, yeah. they kind of, is a, is a like, blur look yeah. on there. So anyway, and so I, I told him, I said, you know, hey, she wanted to go to North Carolina, by the way, because that's where all my family was from. And she always liked how pretty it was and nice and all that. And frankly, that would be better for me because I needed help. Yeah. Um, uh, and so I remember going to Dr. Reed's office. I remember telling him. Um, and this will tell you more about them. I had no intention to get into this, but I but I do it because it's you, Brandon. Oh, thank and you. So, so I went into his office, and I remember it was the end of the day, and I was like, hey, uh, we're heading out. We're, we're moving. We're going. And uh, this was in 2000. Um, this was in 2000, late 2000. Maybe it was or early two thousand one. So you had I've, just I've gotten here. It had been about a, maybe it was like I got to look on calendars here or something. But it was it was kind of close to then. Yeah, it was about a, maybe it was a yearish for some reason. I want to say, but I remember I told him that we were heading out, and he was like, "What, what do you mean?" And I and he knew the situation. I mean, they were all aware of that. Um, I don't try to wear stuff like that on my sleeve. It's just you know, because everybody's got stuff. Yeah. Right. So anyway, so he was like, "Well, hold on a second. Let's let's talk about this." And so I was like. Um, Okay, because I didn't think there was anything to talk about. I mean, I was looking at moving trucks, going back. Um, my family knew all of that. So anyway, we uh, got all that ar- arranged. But but he told me to stop and wait. And so because I was leaving, I was going to quit. You know, I was going to I was going to have to quit. I was mm-hmm. going to have to resign. Whatever you whatever you call it. And so he's like, No, why don't you why don't you keep working for us? And uh, that way you can maintain your, you know, benefits and insurance and all that stuff. And she'll be okay with that. Because I was going to do like the Cobra thing and, you know, try to figure out a way to. Try to do it on your own. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> so wow. so I went back to North Carolina for two years. And um, it took about two years for her to kind of stabilize to the point. And I'm a, don't get me wrong, I'm a believe in medicine. But I'm also a big, uh, you probably can't tell me, tell from looking at me, but I'm a big uh, nutritional uh, weirdo on some things that sure. I, I, I love the research of it. Uh, it's fascinating stuff to me. So anyway, we, we attacked it as much as we could. I started working with an awesome nutritionist back in North Carolina, an amazing guy. Um, and we attacked the heck out of it. Yeah. She, you want to get it from all angles, not just from the medicinal side, yeah. but you know, the, the lifestyle side. And there are huge benefits to, there are. to nutrition. Yeah, there are. And, and we were going to Duke, uh, with working with them on some things, but with MS really, there's not a lot that can be uh, that can be done. I mean, some of the efficacy of the shots they take back in the day when we were doing this are like two to three percent. Really, that that's the best you got. That's it. And so, so anyway, we approached it from this whole nutritional angle, and uh, it took about two years for her to stabilize. And then we determined we we're moving back. Okay, so we moved back. Um, 
uh, uh, hopefully her family's in here on this, but it's all true. So we moved back to California here and uh, reinstated things pretty much. I mean, I'd, I'd not left Griffin and Reed. I, I traveled back and forth like every maybe every four to six months. I would come back here for a week. Um, and this and is back when telecommuting wasn't really it was, a it thing, was beyond, right? It was beyond telecommuting because I'd show up, meet everybody, whatever we got to do, mm-hmm. you know, walk around, do stuff. It was kind of just to be seen and and, uh, uh, and keep the stuff going as best I could. Um, and I had you know, my office set up back there with a bunch of monitors and stuff and phone. Yeah, it, I could do a lot of it, but it wasn't the same. I mean, right. I admit that. It was out of the goodness of his heart that he let me even do that. That's amazing. And so – uh, came back, and this is why I said earlier, they're the same behind the scenes, if not better than they are in front. So yeah. um, so I came back and started going. We started going again. And I mentioned that I, I – was that, was that Walter? Walter Gronin. Yeah. He's just adjusting. I thought it was you in lunch there. Right? I, don't want, <laughs> I don't want to say anything. Hopefully the mic picked that up. Cause yeah. Does he – He's kind of awake. I'm sorry. But um, so came back here, and uh, the reason I mentioned all of this and all of the uh, – you know, growing up a good Mormon boy and all that other stuff. And I have nothing against that. I mean, mm-hmm. I think that uh, even though I have not been since probably 2003 when we moved back uh, here, um, it's still, you know, how I grew up. Uh, and, and it's, you know, a big part of me, even though I don't go. So, yeah. um, so that's what happened. Because once we came back, uh, I kind of fell off the wagon going to church. Okay. So I... Her family did not like that, um, as you can understand. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they did not like that at all. And um, I don't know how they viewed it really, but, you know, I was like, wait a minute. We just put all this effort into trying to make her better and all this, and, and she was, and and now this is the biggest issue. And so it ended up where she um, she would travel back and forth between uh, Salt Lake and here. And essentially one day I, I got a phone call that uh, – you know, the sheriff would be coming by with the papers. And, oh, and, no. Uh, so I was getting ready to go into a meeting, actually, at Griffin Reed. I was like, okay. And so they filed a divorce with me there. And so oh the reason, gosh. the long, you can feel free to edit this out. No, here. no, no. I but, mean, but, thank you for sharing this. This uh, is, I, I had no idea. Well, there you go. So uh, it, it's, so they filed divorce with me, and that was in 05 or 04 when it started, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And so, and it was actually, I don't want to say it was fine, but we've always had a cordial relationship. Um, uh, we we would speak frequently afterwards, like probably every, a, a couple times a month, where um, it, it, we would just communicate. We would stay in touch. It yeah. wasn't a contentious situation. The only contentious situation probably involved more of a family. But, um, right. They're, well, they're the ones that probably initiated the whole I, thing. Well, they right? did. Yeah. And so I, I, people, I think, they, I don't really care what they think, but they probably think it's all me. But actually, no. I mean, they they filed it on me, which was just a shock of, of anything. So, so everything's amicable. You, yeah. Do you guys still talk today at all? I have not recently, and I I, I was thinking about that actually yesterday, mm-hmm. unrelated to this, because I was wondering how she's doing. Because sure. I'm just curious. I hope I hope she's doing well, um, because uh, it, a lot. I think a lot of times people. You know, they focus on the patient, which they should, but they don't always focus on the caregiver, as they say. Right. And so I'm amazed I kind of got through it. I mean, I know she's the one that was sick, but at the same time, and it, it you know, it does throw people for a loop. And people are frequently forgotten, I think, in medicine on that. But it's a whole – we can write another subject on that. But um, so, we, no, we haven't talked recently. And I don't know if it's because she's moved on. I kind of mm-hmm. hope she has. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I hope also that it's not because something happened that's bad. I would assume they would reach out and tell me if that's the case. Well, I'd hope so. Um, so I'm not – Thinking that way, but anyway, so that so, was when I was married, and now you've now, you've met somebody I, since I, in I did, the years Jamie, since. Uh, Jamie, she's actually uh, works at Griffin and Reed Eye Care also, 
Uh, we've been together now the 10 years. Wow. So it's been a while. We we met there, of course. I'd, yeah. got, I'd been divorced for a while. She had been divorced. And so then we, we had been working there. We knew each other. Mm-hmm. And then it just kind of happened. I mean, I guess my animal magnetism, you know, just <laughs> is your must was too much. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> and so so when we got I don't know, we, we've discussed this before and people sometimes tell me, you know, well, she's lying, but I don't think so. We're uh, like she wants to get married, but um, we we have discussed it and it's come up, but we don't really see a benefit okay. in that yeah. in that. I'm totally not against it as far as that goes. But and my mom was asking me the same thing. My parents are my dad doesn't really care. My mom, she's a little more probably, you know, why don't you? Yeah. But that's like part of that's kind of the old South image thing, I guess. But um and I told her, I, I said it's like, you know, if I went to the beach, this is a dumb analogy, but this is what I told her. If, if you <laughs> if you if when you go to let's say you went to the beach and you got bit on the rear end by a shark. Okay. So that's the last time you went to the beach. Now the beach representing marriage, of course. Right. And so, or was it? Would it be the shark representing marriage? I don't know. <laughs> the beach is <laughs> dumb analogy. <laughs> now you're gonna ruin my analogy. I'm sorry. So, I'm just kidding. But I said, so let's say I want to go to the beach again, and maybe I just want to stand on the pier and look at the water. Maybe I don't want to get in the water. Gotcha. Because I'm afraid I'm gonna get bitten on the rear end again, and that's nothing against Jamie. It's just that once you, um, I think once you go through that, it kind of. I don't and then I look we look at it like what's that what's that going to solve? I mean, I don't uh, I can understand where you guys are coming from and I think that there's there I think Don just likes the razzia. You I know? don't I don't and, mind. But I, don't, I really don't mind. But there's that other angle of, well, yeah, you're you're an old southern gentleman. You're, that was me too. Oh, sorry. Uh, you're you're a southern gentleman and uh you she, she says that you're you have conservative I do. Uh, points of views and that it, it, you know, this type of but lifestyle not on everything. Not quote on everything. unquote this type of lifestyle quote unquote isn't necessarily agreeable with the things that you I would totally agree with. But I, I but I can totally see where you're coming from yeah. given the history, the story, yeah. um, you know, the, the the circumstances around your previous marriage. It's just like yeah, what's the point? And but it, but but at the same time, I also get why. What is the point? The point would sure. be I totally get that. I mean, why wouldn't you? I mean, if, unless you plan on going somewhere. Yeah. I mean, Jamie's not going to find better. I'm. T- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Everybody, you know, I had a, a staffer one time came up to me when they found out that we were because Jamie's much better looking than you I. guys have gone through HR and all of that, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. I hope so. But there's no. There's, we have none of the no policies. Like that. <laughs> I would hate for this to be the. No. The... No. No. They all know. Okay. They, good. It's very well known. Um. And, and Doctor Reed, by the way, whenever Don razzes me, he just. St- I remember last time he was there. Um. When was it? We that was were... Christina's. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's right. That's right. Christina's, Christina's surgery. We were standing in the hallway. He had finished a procedure, I believe. He was standing there, and Don was laying into me, which mm-hmm. is that's fine. It's lovely. I appreciate it. It lets me know that Don cares. Yeah. That's what it is. And so, um, or maybe not. But uh, 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 <laughs> so I was sitting there, and and Reed's just standing there with his arms folded, like you know, just watching. He's, I was like, I looked up at him, and I, I don't know if I, I don't remember if I said, "Help me out" or whatever. He's like, "No, I'm." I'm totally enjoying this because mm-hmm. he Don's saying things that Reed wants to, Doctor Reed wants to say, but he just doesn't because that's not the kind of guy he is. Yeah. Um, but no, I don't. When I look at the whole marriage thing, I'm not against it. I am not. I'm. I think that I don't know how marriage of any type became a political issue. I don't know. I'm not. That's not a. a, a uh, what would I say? A, a political area that I think should have ever become political. Sure. And I don't think. And so when Don brings it up, that's true. I mean, she brings up conservative type stuff. I mean, a part of that's the way I was raised, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
you know, it, and it is a little weird. Like when you introduce someone, this is my girlfriend. We need to come up with a different name. Sure. A my, lot of times. My life partner, maybe. I, I use that a lot just to That's confuse a good one. people. Yeah. I just like to confuse them. My they, lover. Well, they don't know if it's going to be a dude. And then when they find out it's not, it's like, who cares? And so. <laughs> so well, yeah. Like, and Jamie can go, you know, that name is, uh, you know. You almost said Jamie could go either way. Yeah. Just, Jamie but, goes but both stopped, ways. But she stopped. But she stopped. But it's, uh, <laughs> but, uh, and she's a great, great person. And I think extremely smart. And uh, we're in the same business. We're in the same industry, of course. So. But you're on the same team too. Like you guys, you guys are a unit, and you yeah. understand that, and you don't need a piece of paper and a set of rings to to prove no, that. No, but right? but at the same time, I get it. You know, because like when you introduce people, this is my girlfriend. It just sounds stupid and weird, and, and a lot of people just assume it anyway. Mm-hmm. So we don't really correct them. Yeah, uh, um, uh, it's not. It's not something I don't go, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, I'm not a husband, yeah. Wait wait a minute, you called me a what? Yeah. And so I I never do that. But I don't, and will it ever happen in the future? I don't know. It's one of those things where um, I don't don't see that ever changing. You know, know, I've thought about about it before. Would I... Do my do I see myself for some reason with someone else? No, mm-hmm. and so that's it's. And then I could hear Don if Don were sitting over here somewhere. She, well, then if you're not, then do Don, it exactly, yeah. exactly. And so I don't know. I just I'm sure that all that stems from um, my previous experience. Yeah, I think a lot of it does, and I don't try to like um, blame it on that or anything. Mm-hmm. But but it but it is there in the back of my mind. Does your life but, partner understand that? I, she knows the whole. Yeah. She knows well, everything. I, I, so, I imagine, so. but you know, the, you guys have this discussion. She's yeah. like, "Okay, I totally get it." Yeah, but it never actually never comes up. For it. it never comes up. I oh. mean, uh, it's well, maybe it should. <laughs> well, the, I mean, the dawn is creeping up uh, on me. Well, that's what. Uh, and how long have you been married now? Uh, two years. Two years now. Yeah. How long were you before the two years? How we were together, together for three before. Three years before, because yeah. I met Haley before. You were married, mm-hmm. and uh, I approved, of course. And so, not thank you, my blessing. But uh, <laughs> so, well, let me ask you then. Yeah. Okay. So you were to let's turn this around a little bit. So you sure. were together three years. Why did you? Why did you decide after three years? Hey, let's get married. And what are the differences now? Uh, and then we'll take calls. What What are the differences now between <laughs> you know being married and not? Um, there I'm is curious. no difference to to me and to us. It, the only difference is we have the. Um, you know, we have the the story to tell of of the experience of it. You know, the the experience of us getting married was kind of more of uh, just for us. Even though the only witnesses that we had there were uh, Rob and and Christina. Mm, and, I wasn't invited, but that's uh, well, you know, right, that's fine. It's it's tough to invite a, people a to a destination. I, I know you are. That's, that's fine. You're always wearing the number one Brandon fit fan I, shirt I, when you come in. People don't and, understand how much I, I didn't finish that story. I need to go back to that at some right. point about that. But anyway, but so you know, it was it was more of a spiritual experience for us, and not the sense of like you know oh. we're we're not a, we're not Christian or you know Catholic or Mormon or anything. We're we're more um, into the energy and you know the 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 mother source and that kind of stuff. Okay. But it, so it was more, it was more for us to just kind of go through the, the ceremony and I want, you know, I wanted to, well, how did I it, never how thought. Did it change you? How did it, did it change you? Did it change the relationship? Did it change her? No, no, I think it brought us closer together. Um, but it never really changed the dynamics between who, who we were as a couple. Um, there was more, I guess there was more of like a nesting type of thing that we, we enjoyed, especially right after we got married. We were like, okay, now it's like, now it's real. Now we can start thinking about the big picture stuff, which is kind of, you know, I, you don't necessarily have to have that, that process of going through the getting married and, and doing that whole thing to 
look at your future and say, I want to spend the rest of it with you and say, okay, well, well, now let's make... I want to spend it with make... you too, Brent. I mean, yeah. When you're looking at me saying that, I'm kind of like, well, that's okay. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, like the, 10, 10, the five to 10 year plan that always comes along with, with uh, that pivotal moment of getting married, it kind of becomes more real, you know, because well, now, now the stakes are a little bit higher, I guess, because we share property and, you know, I guess there's a little bit more at stake. And, but I don't ever imagine. Would you have been fine if you would not? Yes. Okay. okay. Absolutely. Would she? I think Where so. Where is she, She's at home. I, I don't, she can't I don't, defend herself. I don't bring her to work like a dog every day. <laughs> uh, but she, um, I, I think she was kind of the one that broached the subject and said, you know, how about this? And she, and did, did uh, she, Don work on you on the other side? No, not really. I, I think we did all of this under the radar. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, and I think that uh, the the fact that she had been previously married, she was okay. she had she was going through a divorce when we met. Okay, she was already going through the process, but the the ex wasn't you know filling out the paperwork, wasn't do, wasn't playing along, didn't want to to um, to cooperate in the process, and she ended up getting the raw end of the stick. She she barely barely got anything out of the divorce, which is fine because she's. Happy she, now. she got you, Brent. Yeah, she mm-hmm. she scored in the end, but uh, you know she she still didn't get you know half the house and wow. you know all that stuff, wow. which which See, sucks. that's interesting. So she went through a negative experience, however, still mm. brought it up. And when I talk about my, I don't want to call it a negative experience, but I you know I use it, and I guess you could use, I won't say use, but I guess you could you look at whatever experiences you have in life, and mm-hmm. you could make it lean whichever way justifies whatever you're doing. Yeah, and I, which is not good or bad. I guess it's more bad than good. <laughs> but um, but no, that's interesting. So she went through that mm-hmm. and still identified it's still something I want to do. Yeah. And before we met, mm. I was convinced it's just a piece of paper. I don't I don't ever need it. I don't You're really me. want. Yeah. See, that, well, I think that's also a a guy thing. Uh, honestly, I think that's mm. that's one of the, it's it could be a uh, a male female mm. kind of attribute that you know it, yeah it's it's not really going to change me as a person because i in my mind and my soul and my my makeup i know mm. that i am faithful to this person and that i don't need the ring or the piece of paper to to solidify oh, that that's, that's true yeah but but at the same time when we started discussing it, I thought, you know, why, why not? I, I, I don't see any harm. I'm not going anywhere. Mm. I'm not, she's not going to find any better. I'm not going to, well, I'm not going to find any better. Well, that's true. Yeah. But I did, I did, I'm just <laughs> kidding. But I, I, I heard, I think it was the famous uh, uh, philosopher, I believe it was Jennifer Tilly. <laughs> I think. Isn't that the actress? Yes. Okay. She was talking, somebody was asking <laughs> and a her. a poker player, right? I don't know. Is she? I don't know. I don't know. But she was, uh, somebody was asking her about why they didn't, get married because she was in some relationship and and she gave this analogy i think it was on the craig ferguson show maybe wrong uh back when he was on the air but uh uh that you're in this you're in, let's say we're in this room in this studio we're in right now mm-hmm. and uh you're in this beautiful big room and you know the doors are open and you could go and come as you please but you're there enjoying the room mm-hmm. you're, you're here because you want to be but if you get married then it's closing all the doors, and you better like where you're at hmm. because you're not you can't leave the room. Well, you can, but it's not going to be easy. And so I thought it was kind of a very simple, but it was it, I just thought it was an interesting analogy. And everybody listening to this, the one person that's probably doing it still is is probably like you know that's dumb. <laughs> but but it's no, it is an interesting it, analogy. But I also think that that well, she's known for her philosophy. That negative, <laughs> I think, and her bust. I'm not quite sure, but <laughs> I haven't noticed. <laughs> I haven't noticed. But. 
I think that's also kind of a negative way of looking at it too, because not it is, not it, it ev- is. not every situation is a closed door hmm. situation when and, it comes and, to marriage. And you know, and also when I look at it, um, it has all, it would be less awkward because uh, Jamie uh, has had a daughter from uh, her previous marriage. Mm-hmm. Her name's Taylor. Works at Chick Fil A. Go by and say mm, hello. Delicious Douglas Boulevard. Jesus Chicken. And, uh, was it Sierra College? She works at that one. Ask for Taylor. She'll give you. A, Free something, but um, <laughs> is that how that works? Do you think somebody will actually do? Yeah, because Brad <laughs> says so. <laughs> Brad, anyway, Taylor would probably say Brad who, but so I've I've been in Taylor's <laughs> life for a long time. She's mm-hmm. eighteen now, and just turned eighteen in um, uh, July. So so in that situation, like going to her school stuff and going to those things. I mean, who am I? Mm-hmm. You're, oh, you're the boyfriend. It's just, it's just, it's just a dumb name. I hate the name. It has to be and a so, different name, like husband. <laughs> <laughs> That's when you go to a break. But it, it's, uh, it, it's, it's so that would, looking back at that, it would make all that easier. So it has been more uphill not doing it. Yeah. Um, just because of society. Yeah. So that, then it goes by, so why do you do it? Because I think that if you do it, I think that you, like with your and Haley's situation, you do it because you want to. Yeah. Or if you believe that that is something you must do, then I guess, okay, do that. But if you do it, I think when you do it because just truly you want to, and not because some external someone's told you you've got to do this. Or right. Whatever, then hallelujah. I mean, do it. And I, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I mean, I don't, if I got married tomorrow, it, I don't know what it would change other than my tax bracket, I guess. I, I don't, I don't know, <laughs> but it, it's, so it's not, I'm not, I would tell Don and she would, I know what she would say. I mean, uh, that, you know, if you don't have a problem with it, why don't you do it? Well, didn't that work the other way? I mean, yeah. it, it's, I don't know. So, so I'm not, I'm not one of these people adamantly against uh, marriage or whatever. And you're not tainted by it. You just, you do have yeah. a poor experience about it. And, and But that wasn't just... even my ex-wife's fault. You right, know, that's exactly. Not, it's not, it's her family's situation. So why punish Jamie? <laughs> get, let's get her on the phone. I'm just kidding. But it, it's, it, I don't know. It, it's. Just, I, I think a lot of the people who listen to the show, I think, it, I mean, this is something you all should talk about on the show, I think. I don't know if you have any. Well, we're yeah. talking about it here. This is well, just well, this that, is just as powerful as the show. Yeah, I'm sure it is. It just has a little fewer listeners because we're not talking, uh, you know, on the radio. Well, that's well, that's true. But yeah. it's, um, but what I was going to, before I forget, is that I remember one time when I wanted to tell you this and I, thought it may be awkward, but I did anyway, where I remember I pulled you to the side and I was like, Brandon, I just want to let you know that uh, I think it's amazing what you've done mm. with the show. And you kind of, I think you, you were looking at me like, where's this going? But I was letting you know that you, you've identified, you identified early on, I think it's either one of two things, either you identified it early on or you just, it just kind of happened. Right. Um, well, I'll go little, with a little of both. Okay. Well, I'm going to, in my I, mind, it was, you identified early on. The way that I rationalize it is that I might have identified it subconsciously, but okay. I I've constantly been in the right place at the right time with the right amount of uh, enthusiasm about doing what I want to do. Well, Rob wouldn't. I mean, you, Rob wouldn't have you still here, if, right? If it wasn't advantageous for everyone, and I think just watching you. Um, identify that and watch you grow with the show and the show got its own building when everything keeps growing the markets keep growing mm-hmm. that's this show by the way i don't know how we're going to do this but it, it should be there's not a lot of great radio shows and i'm not really contributing to that right now but, but, it, <laughs> but there's not a like 
you know what I mean? There's not used to back in the day. There's all there were all these local shows. Even when we start, when I started there, I mean, there all these different choices you can go on and advertise with and partner with, but those have all weeded out. So yeah. you don't have that many left. So my point is, this show should be, you know, heard in many many more markets than than there are now. We need to engage the listeners in that whole. Uh, I agree, but I, unfortunately, we've talked about this a lot on the air. Um, especially recently. This mm. has come up recently that people well, have I'm asked. Glad, I'm glad I missed it. Yeah. That's, that's great. I'm a, I'm a well, P1 you, listener. You've been busy <laughs> writing P- that email. <laughs> the uh, w- Somebody asked, Rob, why aren't you guys on in bigger markets like you know San Francisco? And we've been offered plenty of times in yeah. plenty of huge markets, but they won't um, pay us what we're worth. No, we're Rob, not going to. Rob, Rob knows his brand. You know your brand. Yeah. So we're not going to undercut our, ourselves no. for the work we do. And I agree with that. And a lot of the time, and that uh, unfortunately, the reason why the listeners don't really have any power in that is because it comes down to to, to management. And you know, the radio industry is terrible. They don't understand. Mm-hmm. They don't know good talent when they see it, and they just look at numbers and if it's expendable. And you know, that, uh, one of the main reasons why we. Um, one of the many reasons why we got our own building was the ability to reach more markets mm-hmm. so that we can be independent. And I think that's one thing that gives us that edge over all the other shows and why there isn't a huge variety of them mm-hmm. is that we have created our system mostly because of Rob and the way that he's built our show and our reputation and the, and the contracts is that we have complete freedom over everything we do. Mm-hmm. And no other show has that. No, I mean, I remember when I first found out that he was not um, um, employed. That you were not employees of Intercom mm-hmm. back when I first started. I was like, "What? What, what do you mean? How does that work?" It, yeah. Williams Broadcasting. Well, okay, um, I assume I could say that. Yeah. But it's a. It's a. So when you. But now it all makes sense. I mean, mm-hmm. you look back. But Rob, I, I guess saw this from or knew where he wanted to go because when you look around, I mean, just it's amazing. And I, and this isn't because of us. But when I look and think of, you know. I like to pride myself, I guess, a little bit on trying to identify things in their early stages and ride the wave with them. Yeah. And uh, this is a great example of something I just stepped in accidentally where this is uh, – I knew it was something truly unique. But mm-hmm. to be able to be part of it this long oh, yeah. is is it's an amazing – and it's been a great, great thing. And Rob talked about stats the other day with, with our business. And, and – it is a phenomenal partnership for us, not just because you guys know that we're going to treat people right. Um, we we all do. I don't, it doesn't matter where you come from to see us. But um, uh, it, I look at every all these little surveys. I look at all the little patient comments and all that mm-hmm. stuff. Whenever I see you know Rob's show on there, it's like. Yeah, I just get a little warm fuzzy there just, yeah. just see it because, yeah. you know. You I, stepped in the pond before it became a tsunami. I did. And yeah. this, I think back to my little Honda Civic. I was driving yeah. down the down the road there thinking, what about this? But it, it's it's been a great thing for us. And, and I hope that I shared that um, um, with the guys that I, that I work for is that some people ask me, um, why are you still um, – when, when I went back to uh, grad schools, people – a lot of them were in big – organizations mm-hmm. and i'm not i mean we're not a huge organization it's we're basically a ma and pa shop right well, yeah well it's not two rednecks in a trailer but it, it, it's 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 <laughs> oh, it's a, much nicer i think there i don't know if there's 39 employees i forget there's five doctors um all great great people but yeah. and the reason i'm still there is because there's a cultural benefit mm-hmm. um that even if i'm not i'm not there a lot we joked about years ago by the way having a, a game or something like there was some 
scavenger hunt they were doing at intercom you i don't know if you're in promotions then yeah but well, it was a little bit before my time but i remember where try to find was. if i'm there and have me like give you something i don't know what it was because it was so stupid that i wasn't there and i still pride myself on that but but <laughs> <laughs> but anyway well when i'm there and honestly i don't get a ton done so that's that's why i'm not there a lot just because, because you're you're mingling with the people and well i, I guess and this is probably doing uh, PR work. I don't know if they want to hear all this, but I'll tell you, it's everybody's job there is patient dependent. Mine, yeah. mine really isn't. It it's uh, and so whenever somebody else has a break, you know, let's go talk to Brad. Now that's nothing against them. I see. I, I don't mind that. I mean, I like talking to them, but but it's not the one person. It's the, you know the thirty people, and then it ends up where the day's gone. Mm-hmm. And uh, the only thing I've done is helped you pick out a pair of sunglasses, where <laughs> which is something uh, that I do pride myself yeah. on helping you. But it's uh, my point is those. It's a great group of folks culturally, and the reason I'm still there is because of that. And I hopefully share a little bit about because people don't know that even the people that work there. Mm-hmm. I bet. I bet. Ninety-five percent of them have no idea of the story I just told you with when I was married and and what they did for me and all of that. So it, it's um, hopefully behind the scenes, a little glimpse behind. It. I mean, yeah, we're we're in the business, of course, to make money because we every business is. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, they're never going to do anything to anybody that's going to hurt them. They just do. They just will not. And I, I'm glad they yeah. will not. That's just and that some people may hear that and think that's commercial or whatever. Well, but, no, I mean, but if, it is true in business. It's it's hard. I mean, I think in any industry, any job, it's it it's more common to see malicious acts or malicious mm-hmm. people that that want to either you know one up you, get the job over you, or it's not a sense of family or community. And yeah. that, that's the impression that I get is that it's it's very much a family. A lot of people say it, but that, it truly that, is. That it is there. And I think that that's something that we share here um, with the Rad Show is that this is almost like a mob family. Like, you know, if you're in the circle, you're in the circle. Uh, and if you're not, then. I don't think you know, I'm in the circle of trust yet. I'm even coming here today. I don't think I'm in the circle I, of trust. I think you are. Uh, well, if so, I don't know. But it, in our industry, it's really. It's really cutthroat. I don't. I shouldn't say cutthroat. It's extremely competitive. Yes, extremely competitive in the LASIK industry. Uh, oh, they're all over the place. Yeah. Well, we used to joke back in the day there was almost a laser for every potential patient. That was like in uh, 06, probably oh five. Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, Walter's walking around here. He wants to say hello. But um, and so, but that has weeded out a lot. There have been a lot of. Uh, there used to be national competitors that their number one center uh, was here in Roseville, and so, uh, but we took that over. Where we go do our um, Walter's saying hello. He's putting his foot up on me, but uh, um, <laughs> but that's they end up leaving town. So oh, my point okay. is, is that uh, we've been able to persevere, and I think a lot of that is because of our the partnerships that we've made. Because mm-hmm. we're in our do- everybody's local. Uh, some places like, and this is this probably does sound more commercial. Is that they the doctor will fly in, do the surgery, leave. If you have an issue, good luck. Our folks are all local. If something yeah. happens, we're we're. They're here. Yeah. You won't call me. You don't want me coming to the office to help you. But I mean, it's that relationship that you build with the with the patients and, yeah. and that reliability you can count on. Well, we would hope. We yeah. would hope. But I think that it's been a, an amazing thing, and the show's been an amazing thing. But I don't. I appreciate all the all the love that when y'all talk about or make fun of people. I can tell you, I have friends of mine that whenever y'all poke fun at me, yeah, <laughs> I get texts from people. Uh, a friend of mine, Evan, told me he t- sent me a text and said you. Know, 
Rob's show is a national treasure, and they should this should be a weekly segment. I was like, what, what kind of friend are you? Yeah, kind of, stick up for me. Listeners don't want to care about this crap uh, as far as you know, making fun of Brad, but uh, I don't mind it at all. I think it's it's a great thing. And I, I think that friends that know you and, and love you like I do oh, that there's Brandon. that there's an understanding that you un, that you understand and you oh, get the show. I, I totally but do. you're you're also one to just you know laugh and have a good time. And you know the ninety percent of us probably true yeah so it's like you know it, it's it, that's not the only thing i do on a tuesday but yeah. it, it's with the stats but it's uh, i know rob loves that stuff and i know he loves when everybody else sees everybody oh, yeah. else's numbers and, and I, our, when our numbers are higher than everybody else week by week it, it and it, it is amazing to it's, see. it's just the fact you can say it it's okay i we're well, not knocking any other shows well okay well that's true so you see and you watch that that domination mm-hmm. and even against I'll step in and say that even against things like Pandora, that has massive reach in the market. Yeah, I mean, you—it's amazing how many people Pandora reaches, and well, it's worldwide. It's on the internet. Yeah, but just on, on the advertising we do on. That, oh, you do it on. Oh, okay, yeah. I see what you're saying. Oh, yeah. I see what you're saying. But that doesn't come anywhere close. Yeah. So it's when you look at that, and you look at just everything that's happened. Um, I, the local folks. Be grateful that you have the show here because it's a it, it's a great thing. Yeah, and I hope that it never, I hope that it keeps growing, but hope it doesn't leave here. Is that selfish? Sure. That no, true? though I think I think we're stuck here. I think mm. we're we're basically we're we're a virus that won't ever leave this this region. That's great. Yeah, a virus, a uh, viral radio show. Yeah. Well, now we now we can talk about politics. Now we can get into politics and yeah, we got plenty of time to hey. kill. <laughs> so off the record here, is it one hour fixed? Is that what it is? No, I mean we can we can call it. I know you got you're a busy dude. No, I'm not. Um, but I'm not. I, I was just gonna I was gonna close with a funny little anecdote. Um, a little ditty, a little ditty. Well, what uh, did we? Or was there a subject we didn't? Oh, I think we covered everything. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's something we missed. You know what's great about the podcast is I can have you come on again any other time, and we can pick back up where we left off, or we can go brainstorm ideas and come back. I like the, uh, I like the natural interact because if you came to the office and we were sitting there talking, mm-hmm. like last time I saw you, yeah, uh, when you had your little exposure to the lobby, yes, that that, that and that's what I was going to talk about. I got a phone call about that. Did you really? Recently? No, not about that. I got a phone call back when it happened. Did you really? What? I don't know if we can talk about this. We we should. We are not going to name any. Okay, so we can do this. We don't name any names. This is going to get bad. Okay, wait. Depends on depends on what the what the phone call was. Because let me. I'll lead up to what it was, and and we'll we'll fill in the blanks. Um. So I'm waiting in the lobby. Was it my eyes that were getting checked out, or was it Haley's? I think Haley's were getting, because I ended up going. going trip, or no? Was this, no? She was getting fitted for sunglasses. Okay. Sunglasses, whatever. I Anyways, didn't, I didn't not, even do the fitting. Not know. important. Yeah. Um, because I I could hear commotion going on in there. So I'm sitting in the lobby. I had no yeah. no clue you were there. Exactly. I, I didn't even know you were coming by there. And that's what makes this so great. No one told me. Brandon called. No, I, I, we were just coming by. Um, because I never overlap those. Right. I never, I always intentionally have space. And I understand now. Why? Because when we were sitting in the lobby, I hear... You heard in, in the lobby. Rob, Sean, no, Brad, and, and Thanksgiving, and... And I'm like, what is this? Like, oh, I, is this, I, I hear the names, and I'm, I'm thinking, what's going on? And then it doesn't really hit me until they start the walking out. Open, yeah. 
and there is a competitor yeah. basically yeah. Yeah. um and we we make glances and we're like oh hey this is a very cordial very cordial yeah. like little and i thing. i played it off cool yes, cuz acted did. like i didn't hear anything and brad was just as surprised to see me because he knew what I was, was going on i was at the back on. i think i was at I, like they had gone out and i was like at the end of the conga line. Yes, exactly. And so so then I was like, they oh. left. Yeah, they left. And then well, you, I saw Haley first. No offense, but I, no. I went to her first. And then I saw you. Yeah, she's she's catching. So um, <laughs> when we went back, I, I, I put it all together and she was talking crap about mm-hmm. the show and, you know, giving you a hard time for this, and that and the other thing. I get a and, hard time all the time. Man. Yeah, but like specifically it. for being associated with the show for some reason. Yeah. And, you know, I laughed it off, but, you know, they, it was specific to I hope nobody hears this. It was specific to Thanksgiving, right? And yeah. because you were invited over to Rob's, well, for not wasn't just that. Right. It was, the, I guess, the when the pictures were seen. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Is like what, what's? I don't. I don't know why that because we post it? pictures of of you know the, you the Thanksgiving on the website. I am. I mean, yeah. you, I, I, I'm not. But if you, there's a there was an assistant to Jay Leno back in the day. What was his name? The the guy. I don't know. There was it was this. What was his name? He was this gay dude. I think he was he was his assistant, and and every, people tell me that was me fifteen years ago. But so <laughs> now I've got gray hair, whatever. But um, I almost had his name. But anyway, and so I I think that I don't know if it's because they expect it to, or hope that it's an even playing field. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I work with a lot of different people, but I don't have um, I don't have deep personal relationships with everybody. Well, yeah, you met him back in, you met Rob back in 99, 2000, right? Rob had on blue jeans sitting back in my chair in, in my in my office there, and I asked him twice where he was from. Yeah. And so that's when our relationship started. Exactly. But, but even you, I mean, Nick, I, I wish I knew Nick more than I do, but I don't, unfortunately, but another fascinating individual. So there's a lot of fascinating folks, and, and I really enjoy that. Yeah. Um, not that everybody's not fascinating, but it's just me personally. I If I were if I didn't even work, you know, at, at Griffin and Reed, I would still listen to the show. Mm-hmm. I would still, this would be where I, where I come to be entertained, you know, as we were saying. But um, so no, when that, when that went down, I didn't think about it any again. Neither did I. Right? That was I don't know when that was. I thought it was a funny story, it and was. I shared I shared it once on I heard, on the I, air. I heard and, that one. Yeah, that was good. I was like I was sitting there looking at my phone, waiting for the text or call, but I didn't get one. But I did get a call. I actually got a te- I got a text first, and it was asking me about uh, if I had said something. Hmm. Like if I had said something. Uh, spreading uh stuff around uh about the same subjects that were covered right that day i'm not a politician right now no i get i don't so they were i am i am in a political situation a little bit they were wondering why this information got out basically like they they wanted to know well, somebody told if you somebody. snitched. Somebody told somebody. I could it have been that I was just there and that I heard it all go down. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, I did. I, I, That's I, how it happened. And so I was asked about. It. I'm like, what are you talking? I don't understand. So then the phone call was made because I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So then I engaged in a conversation about it. I'm like, I have said nothing to no one. Mm-hmm. I have no what. I don't. We we do a lot of different things with a lot of different people, a lot of different shows, and I'm not going to shoot myself in the foot with any of them, especially yours, mm-hmm. but yours. I mean, pointing to you, Brandon. The Rad show, But yeah. yes, exactly. So it's, uh, by the way, it reminds me, years ago, and feel free to cut this part out, <laughs> years ago, I remember people used to try to label it the Rad Show, mm-hmm. and 
Rob really poo-pooed that idea. Right. Just shot it down. Yeah, because it didn't say Rob first. (laughs) His name didn't come first. (laughs) But anyway, so now it is. So every time I hear that, I think back when he used to just, anyway. Yeah. Rob's going to probably say, cut that out. Oh, we evolved. That's that's good. But no, so I got this phone call about this, and I'm... um, uh, I get distracted easily, but uh, I, I got this phone call and I was like, I went through it and uh, my concern at the time of the phone call was, okay, how, I don't know how it happened, whatever, but maintaining the relationship still yeah, um, with, with both entities. And in the end it was fine, but That's I, good. It, 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 well, I don't know if it's fine. I mean, my, my opinion, it's fine, but um, maybe it's not because I'm sure if they hear this. I probably get another text and another phone call, but but it's not, and it's nothing. I mean, people can you know have your freedom of speech and say whatever you want to say, but uh, this is an example of you never know who's listening. Exactly. And uh, uh, Big and it, Brother was was you. I so, was there, so it wasn't uh, like it wasn't like you know you came to me and said, "Oh my gosh, you won't believe, Brandon, it. you will not believe what they just." Why said. are you throwing your hands like forward like that? Because both, that's both how you gossip, right? <laughs> Isn't that how you gossip? I don't know. You have like a pencil in one, or pen in one hand. Oh you got my your, god! <laughs> but so, and in the end, it was okay, I think. But when you guys were talking about when you brought this up the other day, a couple weeks ago on the mm-hmm. show, I was thinking. Uh, is the can of worm opening up again? Because I mean, there's a lot of stuff people don't know or realize. You know, all the stuff that goes on behind the scenes um, in the broadcasting realm, mm-hmm. shall we say? And, and it's and it's an interesting little world. Yeah, there's a lot of politics. And, there are. Yeah, a lot of a lot of people playing favorites. And... There, it, it's it, it's a lot of there's a lot of competition. There's uh, mm-hmm. ego factors. There's all kinds of stuff. Oh, well, ego probably goes right at the top of the list. Here you go. Here's a yeah. comment on egos. Again, you can edit it if you want. But it's uh, Roy Masters is this like psychological dude I, I listen to something. Mm-hmm. And he was Does talking, he have a podcast? He's like 92 or 3, but he may. I think he might. Oh, wow. But anyway. So probably he has his great, 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 great grand, <laughs> exactly. grandkids put it together for exactly. him. Exactly. Oh, God, a grandpa. Hello there. I do that. It's like when I imitate the grandfather on Family Guy. I won't, I won't get into that. But um, I was going to go that route. But he uh, he always talks about how, um, this is very earth shattering, but he talks about how egos are impossible to satisfy. No matter what you do, mm-hmm. you will never satisfy whatever it is you think that you've got to have. So why have it? And when you think about it, the more I think about it, it is totally true. Where, you know, whatever, you know, you think that you deserve or whatever you think that's got to happen for you and your ego, you, it, it's impossible to check all those boxes. Mm-hmm. So just be done with it. Yeah. And that's the kind of approach I've had. But it, it's, um, I wish everybody, everybody did that. But I, mean, I don't know if it's because of the nature of the competition. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. I think a lot of it has to do with just the, this, the, the, nature of the industry we're here to entertain and we have to be a personality and in order to be a personality you have to be liked by more people to be Mm -hmm. successful and you know when numbers don't reflect that then you're probably a little more um not skeptical but maybe more protective of your own ego numbers don't reflect that yeah that's a little that's a very powerful little phrase there yeah exactly and and so when i know exactly what you mean when you have a fevered ego and you 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 can't supplement it with the results that you want mm. then it's easy to just be you know be the one to uh, complain and mm. you know instead of just trying to do your best mm. it's easy to you know cause drama stir stir it up well, and, i've had people ask me several times you know i mean how long are you going to keep advertising on that show this show this rad show yeah and 
I was like, well, what do you what do you mean? How long are we going? As long as it's beneficial. I mean, why we don't just advertise on it because I listen. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not that's not it. And, and so when people ask me those questions, they're they're rooted in some other motive, some other um, desire to cause, I guess, pain. Mm-hmm. If we didn't advertise on this show tomorrow, it's going to keep going. Yeah. It doesn't keep going because of us. Right. And so we would miss out. We would be, when that's when you know you have power, when the client miss, or well, the client, but when the partner, whatever, misses out more than you, that's when you're onto something. Yeah. And it's, it's all business too. You know, it's, there's, and that's, that's another thing about mm-hmm. the ego that you mm-hmm. got to be able to separate because business is cutthroat. Yeah. And if you don't produce the same amount that another person produces and it's easy to get that damaged ego and that's true yeah that's true well i as as a listener and as a fan of the show for as long as i've been the fact that y'all do this every day hours and hours the prep all that here we are this is the afternoon Mm -hmm. shouldn't you be taking a nap or something usually all the effort that goes into this and the fact that you keep doing it and you keep going Mm don't run out of fuel, man, because that's uh, it's it's got to keep going for the rest of us. Yeah. Because it's well. Well, the cool thing is, is the actual show that the the morning yeah. of actually doing it every day yeah. is like almost the the best part. Mm. It, it is the best part. It's the reason why we do yeah. all of those hours and so hours the of adrenaline. Work. The adrenaline, oh, yeah. that man, it, it's so much fun. I I don't get to do anything. I, I've never known anything else like it. I've seen it done mm. on, on other platforms and, you know, like, you know, TV shows and things like that. And I've always wondered what it's like. And now I know mm. it, it's, it's just, it's magical. It's, it's amazing. It, 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 and it is to watch it. You also do some kind of contest or something where like uh, to, to even watch it done, mm-hmm. it'll change. It changes your world a little bit to watch it. I remember the first time I watched the show, this was many, many years ago at Intercom, just to watch it in person. Because people don't realize this, and I guess I can say this, because mm-hmm. all of you are nice people, and you're still nice right before the show, of course, but there comes a time. I don't know if it's, is it two minutes? I forget what the marker is before the show starts. Before we come back from commercial break? Yeah. yeah every it? every two minutes we so yell. Two minutes. Yeah. Okay, two minutes. So time to get ready. When that happens, yeah. people don't understand it, but when that happens, it's locked down. It's focused. Mm-hmm. It is it is quiet. In the zone. Yeah. It is in the zone. And I'm like an idiot, like the first time walking around trying to, <laughs> hey, how you doing? Well, hey, I got a question, hey, what's Nick. this button Exactly. Do? <laughs> I, well, I never would do that. But it's just, people, you guys are, this is not a game to, to you all. This no. is, you, you truly are... I mean, and I'm not trying to blow smoke up your skirt, but it's you're truly talented, and all of you together, it's like the magic equation. You know, you've got these weird, um, not weird, but you got these different personalities. Yeah. And I've told Rob before, you know, if you need the sophisticated Southern perspective, just call me. <laughs> I'll, I'll come on and do my best. Hey, this is your demo tape right here. This, oh, yeah. Well, can we start over? Because man, <laughs> but, it, but it, it's no, it's it. But when I watched that the first time I saw it, I was like, kind of, like, it, it didn't. I guess it did take me back a little yeah. bit. I was kind of like, well, wow. It's a little overwhelming, wow. yeah. And just to watch you guys lock down, do the two-minute countdown, mm-hmm. and then the next time I came, I was ready because yeah. I knew that, you know, I'll shut up. I wasn't saying a word, you mm-hmm. know, phone's off. I'm in. I'm not in the zone, but I'm pretending I'm in the zone. But um, uh, <laughs> it's it. But it, it's but it's but to watch it done, It every time I listen now, it's like I see it in my head. Mm-hmm. Like even this, this is a much much bigger space than intercom space, of course, as you know. But to even when I listen, I, I mean, I can kind of see you because you stand. Yeah. It's weird that people don't, you know. Rob stands when he does the show. Don mm-hmm. is normally sitting down, I think. But just it, it's people have this different way they approach it. Yeah, and um, 
just to see it in my head. I can kind of see it when you guys are. I, I want to do a, a live show again sometime. I I miss the days when we did it at like uh, we did. What do you mean by that? Uh, well, we they used to do DUI sh- awareness shows, so oh, they would go oh, out oh, to those, bars okay, and that's right. yeah, they, we did some uh, kids charities back then too, and okay. so we would post up at the at the uh, oh the Elephant Bar in Citrus oh, yeah, Heights, and we that. would broadcast the whole show uh, on location. Yeah. And I loved. I love that. But that's still that. not the same as this. No, it's not. But at the same time, to be able to watch it all happen in can front I, like, of you, like as a live studio audience. And I could like bring in like a bus here and I could <laughs> see these windows. I could walk around and people could like look in like they're looking at an exhibit at the zoo. Well. And to see it happen. Yeah. That, I mean, maybe someday, maybe someday we'll we'll open up the uh, the walls and make them Put some windows. bleachers. Put yeah. some bleachers back there. I, w- I would love to have a live studio audience. But in order to get the audience here, we would have to, you know, shroud their 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 I, their, I, I their Heads, I could help out and make sure they don't know where they're at. Yeah. Maybe circle the block a bunch of times right. so they get disoriented. I can do that, so they can't know where we're at. It's just it's a fact. If you, I'm, I would. If the listeners love the show now, yeah. Once you add that little element on top of it, it just makes it so much. You thought it couldn't get deeper, but I mean, I have people who talk to me all the time. It's funny because I'll divulge. I mean, my license plate it says LASIK on it, mm-hmm. and it says Griffin and Reed Eye Care around it, and mm-hmm. people. I mean, people mention it a lot. Of, I mean, your your listeners, are you Dr. Reed? And heck no, I'm not Dr. Reed. He's much better looking than me. <laughs> but it's like, but it's weird that you have a, a such an awesome following. And it's not for not. I mean, it's for the product that's produced. And it's not easy to do. And it's a fascinating thing to watch. And if if, if they think it can't get deeper, it can get way deeper. Well, you're a lucky one because not everybody gets to do it. <laughs> and, you know, right now, just thinking right now, Brandon, this is weird. But to think, I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. And it's been 18 and a half years, mm-hmm. probably 18 years on the show, I guess, because it took me a couple of months to really figure out what we were going to do back then. So let's say 18. Rob would probably disagree. I don't remember the exact date he had surgery. But you know, to look back and and think that we're here and we're talking now. And, you know, it was just me listening to my little stereo, my little Honda. And it's very surreal for me, and it's gratifying in a way to know that to watch what's happened, not with me personally necessarily, but with with the relationship. Yeah, and so it, it's very weird, and I'm kind of taken back now while I'm sitting here that uh, uh, that I'm sitting here. Wow. Well, <laughs> so it's kind of it's kind of weird for me personally. But, well, um, I, I'm I'm honored to have you here on uh, thank you. the 18th year of the uh, man the relationship, but I didn't know it went that deep. Learned a lot about you. Well, I apologize. No, it's okay. I, but I appreciate the invitation. Yeah. It's uh, hopefully it was relevant to at least someone other than my parents, uh, but but <laughs> or to Jamie maybe. But uh, uh, but no, it, it's I thank you for all you guys do for us. Yeah. Um, because you're a big reason why we keep keep on going and keep on providing what we provide for this in, in this market. And you guys obviously are providing what you provide for in this market, and it helps everybody, and we all win. So. I hope I contributed a little bit in some way yeah. that, you, that people are able to maybe get behind the scenes a little bit with my organization and know that we're real folks right here in the same community. We're not going anywhere. Um, been doing here, been doing this a long time, mm-hmm. and I don't see that really changing. So. LASIKworld.com? This is the shameless plug, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. L-A- some people can't spell LASIK. So that's why yeah, yeah. <laughs> I always tell them L-A-S-I-K, world.com. There's tons of videos on there. You can watch Dr. Reed and the other docs talk about all kinds of subjects. Because um, everybody thinks it's just Dr. Reed. I mean, there's, there's like I said, there's five total. So there's other people there, and they're all great. And uh, very, very fascinating people uh, on many different levels. Um, but uh, 
it, it's it's a great organization. It's a great partnership, and so I thank you for having me. Yeah, I'll, I'll be quiet and that's okay. I hope the people listened uh, enjoyed it a little bit, but. Uh, well, I know I did. I every time I get to hang out with you, it's uh, like free therapy. So <laughs> we didn't we didn't do that today. We well, we did it subliminally. It was me rambling. No, I think oh, well. the, you know they always you always toss these nuggets in there, uh, like your your southern wisdom, uh, all your all your analogies, which is kind of one of the main reasons why I wanted to have you on here. Cool. Is that's kind of what what drew me to uh, you as a person to have on on the podcast is you you got some nuggets of wisdom in there well that disguised in some some good stories well here's what my, my dad told me before you can roll a turd in powdered sugar but that doesn't make it a jelly donut <laughs> there you go perfect there you go so i mean it's true when you think about life you can take whatever you want and sugarcoat it but it doesn't change it man but it's uh if you think i'm abnormal you got to talk to him sometime <laughs> my gosh that's hilarious he, he's a great guy but it, it's I appreciate it. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'll be quiet and um, look forward to doing it again sometime yeah. and seeing you regardless because it's always a pleasure, sir. Thank you, Brad. See you later. The Brad Broadcast. The Brad Broadcast. The Brad Broadcast.